Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, uh, June 2nd. And uh, yesterday, we fell off the highs pretty quick yesterday and ended up with a mixed bag. And we'll talk about that and more in just a moment. But remember, before we get on the phone with Dave, let's not forget that the one thing that any of us can control is how much risk we have in our portfolio. To find out how much risk you have in your portfolio, please give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, uh, we'll start our conversation with Dave. Five FM's classic Kenny Rising Loggins there. It's uh, morning, Dave. We're at 840 now, 20 before 9. Let's find out how Wall Street's treating your retirement funds this morning, shall we? Head downtown to the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler is standing by. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dad. Doing well today as we get here to the 2nd of June. Yesterday, man, we fell off those highs really quick yesterday and uh, and ended the day with kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, it certainly was. I mean, I was kind of optimistic when we were talking about 200-point gains early in the morning. The Dow was up 45, which ain't bad. Standard & Poor's and the NASDAQ off fractionally. But when you're talking about 5 and 9 one-hundredths of a percent changes, I guess I got to call it a flat day, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I would. I, you know, the, only, the only disappointing part is what we fell from, right? I mean, it just was a, a, a drastic change from when you and I talked. Yeah, just kind of like going out on a date with a hot girl and finding out, well, something went wrong halfway through the date because we started out really feeling excited there. Uh, some of the uh, uh, drop might have come from a little bit of a disappointment that came out after we went off the air yesterday morning. Construction spending going in the right direction, just nowhere near as fast as we expected, right? That's right. You know, after March's 1% increase, the analysts expected about a half a percent increase for the month of April. Well, that was a disappointment because it actually came in at two-tenths of a percent. Now, like you and I talked before we went on the radio, you know, some of that could be they just can't get the materials uh, in, in order to spend the money. So that could be one of the reasons that we're seeing a decline or not as much of an increase as was originally expected. Yeah, my flip response to it was, yeah, you can't buy plywood without having to take out a second mortgage. But, you know, there's, there's some truth to that. We've got a real lumber shortage problem going on, and that could put a cap on a lot of starts that we were expecting to happen. It really could. And uh, and I think folks that are trying to build their house or in construction, they, they know that. I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and their trusses are pushed back three months from delivery from when it was originally supposed to be delivered. So I think we're seeing more and more of that uh, uh, going on. And I'm hoping that uh, I read somewhere that maybe by the end of summer that uh, the lumber industry will have finally caught up with, with demand. Now you were talking about a waiting a waiting period for the trusses, but when you do get them, they cost three times as much as well. So a whole lot of folks that are looking at building, I got to believe, are thinking maybe I'll just wait until this whole mess settles down. It could save me a few thousand bucks. You're, you're absolutely right. It really could be a big savings by waiting. 
Absolutely. Other things going on this morning, mostly we're down toward gossip level. You and I were talking yesterday morning. Normally, the Wednesday of the first Wednesday of the month, we get some ADP private employment sector stuff because we're looking at a four-day week. Everything's backed up by one day, so we're going to get the uh, really interesting macro stuff tomorrow morning. Uh, Gossip stuff going on. The Reddit Brigade is at it again. Uh, They've decided now uh, AMC Theaters and BlackBerry are their current targets. you got to wonder about the sanity sometimes on those guys, don't you? Well, you do. I mean, I don't know if we talked about it yesterday, but AMC was able to – to sell a, a huge um, a sector of stock to Murdoch Capital, who then turned around and sold it on the open market. Um, but yesterday, I mean, I was looking, AMC was up like 23% yesterday, and it's up another 20% this morning. Um, Dave, you look at this 52-week range, and, and it had a 52-week low of $1.91 a share, and a 52-week high at thirty six seventy two. actually – at this point, getting ready to open up at over $38 a share. And this comes off of a really, really rocky year for that company. And uh, while movies are coming back, I mean, the number one box office hit this past weekend did gross over $50 bucks. so we're getting close to normal. But a summer blockbuster is not uncommon opening up over $100 million, so we're not 100% back yet on AMC's primary line of work. No, we're really not. When it comes to that movie theater industry as a whole, we're not back. But at least they're showing signs of being able to rebound. Yeah, I got a kick out of the fact the chain itself is figuring, let's get fat off of this thing, sir. They're, they're offering up free popcorn for all their shareholders at AMC Theaters now. <laughs> well, you know, at least they're smart enough to take advantage of what's being given to them right now and, and using it to expand their theater base pay down some debt and some of those other things. Oh, yeah. If I were looking at somebody going through a boom like that, if I was in charge of that company, I'd sell a boatload of treasury stock right now while it's at a peak, wouldn't you? Absolutely would. Makes makes good financial sense. Absolutely. The other other one the meme brigade is at that I'm getting kind of a bang out of is BlackBerry. I mean, you talk about a company that's kind of gone out of vogue in the personal electronics business. BlackBerry probably is the poster child on that. And the meme guys are buying that one now, trying to protect that company. And you've got to wonder about where the rationale for that is. Well, yeah, yeah that's right. But let's think about it, Dave. When we started with GameStop, we had a hard time figuring out where that rationale was coming from, too. So maybe there's some sector that they can revamp um, that whole company and make it profitable and expandable again. But you know, here's the deal is they are focusing on people that are short selling companies. So if you're short selling, man, you need to be aware and uh, looking out to make sure that that you're not um, adding on to uh, to a company's demise. That was exactly what I was thinking in terms of when you said maybe they see something in terms of some transformation of the company. My knee jerk reaction was or they found out somebody they didn't like had sold it short. Yeah, exactly. You know, that could be the other reason. But but either way, um, we'll, we'll have to see how that rebounds. I mean, AMC, at least, and GameStop, GameStop now does have a plan, you know, to go more digital, more online, that kind of stuff. Um, a- AMC, you know, I, can you imagine a world without movie theaters? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. AMC, at the very least, it's, you know, all the theaters, we know the road is back uphill for them. So things are going to improve. How much will they recover? 
Well, there's been a change in terms of the distribution of movies, but at the very least, we know tomorrow is going to be a better day for AMC than today was because it's on an uptick. Uh, that's right. So we'll have to wait and see if they can if they can you know re-energize their industry. Absolutely. Uh, we got a bunch of earnings that have come in that actually make life a little bit more interesting. The one that caught my eye at the outset from the quarterly earnings reports was Lands End. Boy, did they kick Boutet last quarter, huh? They really did, Dave. They um, they actually made a profit of eight cents a share when they were expected to lose like 29 cents a share. So a big swing there for them. Revenue was ahead of expectations as well. Um, they are getting a big help, again, from digital sales. People are buying online, and, uh, and so that seems to be helping them out quite a bit. They're up 5.6% this morning. Get this, Dave. Yesterday, they were up 17% yesterday morning. Wowzers. The yeah. thing that caught my eye was they're like a 50% increase in sales. I was like, okay, that's fine. And Land's End was one of the early companies that was doing distance marketing, too. I mean, remember, they started out as one of the original mail-order premium clothing lines. Yeah, they really did before Sears bought them. I don't know if you remember that, but Sears bought them and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and brought their, their merchandise in-store. Um, and then, of course, the demise of Sears, they've sold off different companies, and Land's End was one of them. Yeah, now they got to reinvent their original business model and get it all back again, and they seem to be doing all right. Other reports out there. So on the retail front, we got Advanced Auto Parts. Um, they beat by not quite thirty cents a share. Came in at three thirty-four. Uh, revenue was above estimates. Same store sales increased almost twenty-five percent, um, and that was better than twenty-three percent that was expected. And so they are. Uh, well, they've gone from green to red. They're they're basically flat right now. They're they're down about uh, less than a tenth of a percent. So something in there, maybe some profit taking this morning. Um, a lot of companies have gone from green to red. So the other one I have is Hewlett Packard, um, mm -hmm. not Hewlett Packard, but Hewlett Packard Enterprises um, came out. They beat by four cents a share. Revenue top forecast. Um, their uh, their year over year revenue growth um, was uh, was was really good for, for this this last time the best since 2018, um, but they're taking it on the chin a little bit too. They're down about eight tenths of a percent this morning. Trying I'm to trying find to some I'm trying to remember what which one Hewlett Packard Enterprises are because they split into like three companies a few years ago. Is that the server company? That's more, yeah, the enterprise computing company is what they call themselves. Okay, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the server and the heavy duty business yep. company, not the people that make your laptops. Right. Yep. And so then okay. we had Zoom. Zoom came out. Zoom obviously has been popular the last uh, 15 months or so. Uh, they came in and beat by 33 cents a share. Uh, came in at $1.33. Revenue beat analyst expectations. They actually came out with an upbeat guidance. Even as more people are going back to work, Zoom continues to gain market share uh, when it comes to uh, video meetings. And they're trading up this morning, 2.1%. Uh, and they've got a ways to go because their 52-week high was $588. Uh -huh. And right, right now they're at 334 I think they probably have, they're probably one of those businesses that has been the biggest beneficiary of the pandemic of the last year. I think so, too. 
I really do. Uh, we had a chip company come out. Um, Ambarella is a, a, a video chip manufacturer and component company. Uh, they beat by six cents a share. Uh, revenue was was better than expected. Upbeat projections, obviously, because any kind of chip companies having a having a great quarter, up three point three percent. And I'll leave you with this: not that this is any earnings, but it is somebody trying to help eliminate the chip chip problem. Taiwan Semiconductor uh, actually broke ground and has begun construction on their new chip plant in Arizona. Um, so. Yeah, unfortunately, it won't be ready until 2024, but uh, but that will help the uh, the chip manufacturing companies. And the possibility of having some domestic production here, even if owned by another company, would be a really nice thought. It really would be. Absolutely. Resetting the table this morning, pretty much flat yesterday morning. Uh, no, yesterday evening, Dow was up by a tinge. The other two indexes off by a tinge. 45 minutes before the real money gets thrown around this morning. Philip, what are we looking at so far today? Dave, we've got green ink again this morning. We got the Dow up a quarter of a percent. The S&P 500 is up about uh, two tenths of a percent. NASDAQ's trying to get there. It's up one, about a tenth of a percent right now. So everything's in the green. On the commodities front, uh, we do have silver trailing a little bit down about two tenths of a percent, but still over $28 an ounce. Gold's up about a tenth of a percent. And then crude oil. Um, I think it's down from where it was yesterday, but it's up uh, about nine tenths from its close last night. And it's going to be at $68.32 a barrel right now. Yeah, poop. Well, I know it peaked over 70 for a little while yesterday, so I. I guess if there's a possibility of ever being able to call $68 a barrel good news, that's it. I would, too. I'm, I'm hoping that. Though, I did hear this morning that uh, OPEC's coming to the rescue. They, yeah, sure. uh, they, they're, they're increasing production up to the 2.1 uh, million, billion barrels a day, whatever it is. Um, and in July, we should have a, a influx of supply. I'll trust that when I see the Arabs and the Israelis hugging each other on the West Bank. <laughs> I'll trust OPEC about that. Uh, absolutely no trend whatsoever on the overseas markets. Mixed bag in Asia, mixed bag over in Europe. Nobody moved a whole heck of a lot overnight so far this morning. Philip, getting advice as far as how to stabilize things and make money where I can and protect my money where I can't, that's all important, especially when you're getting close to retirement. How do I find you to do that? Dave, you can give us a call at 863-382-0037. It's a great opportunity to find out how much risk you have in your portfolio. And it's important to know what that risk number is for you. Check our website out at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. You have a great and a profitable day. All right, man, you too. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you again for joining us today. I hope that your week is going well. Uh, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning. Until then, take care.